0: Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our lives, our visions, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha.
1: And I am Inanna Moon. Welcome. And we have our second in studio guest. This is exciting. Um, I would like to introduce Francine Ong. Hi. 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 Would you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Sure. Um, I grew up in a very devoted Buddhist family, Um, um, ultra traditional Buddhist, traditional Buddhist family. People who go to church on Sundays. We would go to temples on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times um, we were practicing a lot of rituals and ceremonies. So I grew up with that kind of background. And for many years I've always been really interested in rituals and ceremonies. So that's always been fascinating for me. Um, All throughout all the spiritual path that I would take, it would always lead me back to spirituality and meditation. A lot of rituals, so that's really where my background comes from. For many years, I've been traveling and studied with many, many different teachers from Ooh. all sorts of traditions. Ooh,
1: that's not just,
2: exciting! Yeah, not just the Buddhist, but a lot of the different faith. I'm a believer in all the different faith and all the teachings. So, um, but it always led me back to one particular practice, which is meditation. Mm. And oh <laughs> it's very interesting that I all the should. roads. I lead to that.
1: Excellent, excellent. I just want to come in to say this episode is going to be about channeling, and since meditation is a big part of, <laughs> of that, um, what, how, does, how did, did channeling come in for you through meditation? Yes, so I think channeling
2: has always been there, but it took a little while to really discover it. Uh, meditation usually it's my to-go method of any sort of spirituality work it could be for anything it could be for manifestation or just clear of mind uh, but meditation's always been the core channeling kind of slowly came into my work uh, I'll say maybe four or five years ago when I took the meditation a little more further up a notch a little bit like I said um, and so channeling eventually came to me through meditation,
0: and we had talked about because um, when we all went out to dinner, mm-hmm. um, we had also talked about um, meditation. Is it? It is in like every religion. I just think people talk about it in a different way. Like in Buddhists, you have the Buddhist the Beats. I yes. don't know the prayer mm-hmm. beads, right? Yes. Prayer beads, mm-hmm. and they the are malas. Mm-hmm. the Mala That's the official name. And it, to me, it it did look like a rosary.
1: It is. Yes. It is the rosary yes. as a matter of fact. Yeah, yes. The Christian rosary is um, the same as the ancient malas that were used in yogic, yogic traditions and in Buddhism. And um, it's 108 beads. There are, I, I see it now, I will sit here and definitely say to you I am not Catholic, but I believe there are stations along yes. the way. So that, that exists in a little bit of a different way, though, in sure. Buddhism.
2: So truly, all the traditions are arrived from different cultures. Yeah. The teachings are, if you really truly look at it very clearly, all the great teachings are all the same, but it all has its own uniqueness because of the culture and the, the culture. history behind it. So like the rosaries and the beads that the Buddhists would use, even to other traditions, the Sufis, the Native Americans have a lot mm-hmm. of jewelry yeah. uh, traditions and their s- rituals as well. So I would definitely truly
0: believe that that's all very closely connected. So that, that to me, I grew up Catholic and did the rosary. It does put you in a meditative state. So it's kind of the road to meditation. Yes. To... Than for some channeling or in yes. different religions, it's called different things. Yes. Mm.
2: So what's really interesting is the Buddha has always said there's ten thousands ways to the enlightened path. Yes. Which means that specific like for every single person has a certain way. And so the Buddhist beads are just one of the other way that some people try to use or they can use to, to get into more meditative and contemplative stage. So I believe that um, it's it's a method and it's a reminder for most people that can help them to start with meditation. Because when you start to talk about meditation, a lot of people get freaked out. Mm-hmm. You want me to do what? <laughs> Sit down for five minutes and not think? That's almost impossible <laughs> for most people, right? So it's actually like a good way. So uh, yeah, so definitely with meditation, that really brought me into the channeling, the channeling aspect.
0: Which brings me to... Can you define or explain what channeling is? Because, of course, you know, we have our Hollywood version of what channeling is. Whoopi Goldberg (laughs) and, you know, (laughs) and Ghost and all that. So what is it?
2: Okay. Uh, I'm sure if you Google it,
0: you probably get (laughs) tens
2: and millions of different ways of explanation of what channeling is all about. To me, channeling personally, it's a communication with the higher spirits. Um, It goes beyond this physical realm um, and this astral realm into the ethereal. In the ethereal realms, then you start connecting with all these higher spirits and all these guides. Mm -hmm. And it gives you an opportunity as a vassal to pass on the messages or even just teachings and thoughts and process that people are just so hungry for. So channeling for me, it's an opportunity to work between these these worlds. Uh, because we truly think, I mean, it's not just what we see, it's it's that we know exist because it goes beyond. To think that we're just contained in this one universe is too, too, too small of a world. So if you go beyond that, the connection is just all the way out there. And so the channeling, it's an opportunity to reach those worlds and bring them a little bit closer
0: to mm. this world. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that. Okay.
1: So, how did you two meet? Do you want to, um, I'm. <laughs> it took me a while to remember that. Um, I had said to Francine, it feels like we've known each other beyond this lifetime. Probably. We've known each other forever, so probably, yes, right. But in this lifetime, <laughs> um, I was fortunate enough to have her come to an intuitive development class that I was teaching um, In the valley, (laughs) um, in the San Gabriel Valley, we live in California. Yes, we live in California. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I just saw that she had, anyway, so much knowledge, and I could, I, I believe I, kind of, you know, it happens that. I will read for people in class anyway. I think it, um, it, helps w- it helps with understanding intuition, if you're right there reading for people. But I said I knew that she meditated. I knew that she had, I could feel a sense of her as a very grounded um, being, a spiritual being, that she had a practice. Thank you. Thank you. That was really <laughs> like, sweet. I have, yeah, At least my fir- your first impression your, of me, it's not this
2: crazy woman walking off the streets no, no. talking to spirits. Behind
1: your back, I have been saying this, actually. <laughs> it's like, oh, my goodness. She's so grounded, and she's stable, and she's she connects in, but she's here and uh, not just grounded but present in this world. And mm. And, yeah, and she just has this great vibe. She, she does. Feel it. She oh. really does. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> See my halo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, There you go. <laughs> um, and I met yeah. her at. I met at, at. It was like the same type of class, right? Intuitive, channeling.
1: It was a channeling event. Yes, yes. it was yes. a channeling this event. A yeah. It was
0: intense. It was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a, that was a great class. I encourage yes. anyone. Whenever you have a class, which we will talk about later, to yes. please attend it. Yes.
1: much yeah. Um, and then I don't know when we when we next met, but at some point we started talking about yoga and then found out we were in the same yoga, kundalini mm-hmm. yoga. Yes. You've, and you've explored, I've explored raja yoga, yes. kundalini, um, hatha.
2: And I did, you know, I did like an intensive three days like the uh, raja yoga with you. One-on-one, yes. remember that? Yes. That's true. And that's it was true. a it was a very deep type of meditation, yogic te- meditation that I haven't ever really tried. Uh-huh. And so I oh, was very... Sounds, yeah. It's
1: intensive. And it, that was the first place that I was connected. I connected to a higher guide. It was Raj Yoga in, in the, the particular organization that I'm thinking about. Um, you are... You are connecting into, you can say God's source or source, the source of all. Um, yoga usually doesn't doesn't need to name a particular entity or source of um, of God. You can just sit with yourself. But eventually, what I'm, what I'm finding, what I've found for many years, eventually you kind of go up and up and out. Your, your energy expands out and out, and there you will find messages from high, loving beings who are expressing themselves, talking to you, and you can talk to them. And now you're in what gets called the astral plane, Mm -hmm. And that's also our auric energy around us or connects to that. You know, I keep talking about the higher self. So that higher self is what is connecting with the spirit of other higher selves. And now there's a communication going on. And you can choose. It's up to you. You can choose to remain just in your meditation. But many will expand out and start to explore more and more that connection to other guides sure. or to guides mm-hmm. and then if you're coming back and you have messages to share now you're channeling. So I have a
0: question. Yes. Um,
1: do you do you yes.
0: name do you know the names of your spirit guide? Yes I do. Oh, okay. Well, we don't, we don't, I mean, I think that's personal, so you don't have to. It's okay. I can share. No,
1: okay.
2: Just, no. Yeah, it's, it's Kuan Ying, which is the compassionate uh, Bodhisattva. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting because uh, I grew up with her for many, many years, and I've always never wanted her as my guide because I felt like it's so conveniently she was already <laughs> there. You know, I want someone, Well, to, that's why. you know, somebody else maybe, else. <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, for many, many years, and it's always there, you know, she's always been there, mm-hmm. and I just came to accept that she was my main guide i have many guides and we all do we have more than one she is the main guide and she's sort of my gatekeeper um to work when i'm working and when i'm doing channeling she's my gatekeeper protection and she will decide who's to let in and who's not to oh she's a good one yes (laughs) yes i'm just having
0: the best visual with that right now (laughs) yes (laughs) i love Quan um well, then that would make sense if she's always been there. Yes. Yes, it's really interesting because uh, when I was also studying with uh, Inanna,
2: I also learned a lot about Mary Madeline and a lot of the Western tradition as well, um, obviously when I was doing my travels as well. And I see a lot of celebrities in all of them. So we're kind of worth all of them, all, all the different guides together because they're pretty similar when you come and study their history and who they are and their teachings and what they w- they wanted to do for the for us so yeah so definitely coining mother madeline mary madeline mother mary a lot of the very f- strong feminine guides I are very that. present for me yeah <laughs> and protective yes so very protective. very productive
0: yes so why do it why why channel okay
1: Oh goodness. oh well well um <laughs> a lot of a lot of reasons and it can be personal it doesn't you know i'm i have to it takes me to thinking about um something that i loved as a child that does not enter into it necessarily for me but when you look at some of the stories of for instance the children of fatima mm. I love that topic. Um, There are, yeah, that's one of the ones we know more recently. But but the ones who have messages um, for the world, the higher guides are most interested in the messages that they bring for not just you but others as well. But they do come for, you know, personally, I've had people say, well, why would Archangel Michael talk to someone like me? Why not, Angel Michael? Yes, why not? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is indeed, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> indeed the question, um, because because you're a child of God, and He's a lot about the business of being here for all of all of creation, all of the beings that walk the earth. Um, my sen- my feeling is that if you're just walking along and you're asking questions about why I, why you're here, what's your life purpose, um, do I have something greater I need to do, that you're receiving that answer and you're receiving it quite a bit, whether you're allowing yourself to listen to that, you know, because we're, we're in a world now where we don't think in terms of listening mm-hmm. to higher beings or beings yes. outside of physical mm-hmm. bodies, but consider the possibility that they're talking to you and that if you can sit down, it isn't always a meditation isn't always about just quieting your mind. A lot of it, a lot of it can be or finding your center, your core of peace. But it can be also you could spend some time saying I would like to receive information sure. or understanding about myself in these areas. Remember I said previously, You might wanna set an intention. It's good to set an intention before you meditate. And so it might be, what am I supposed to be doing? What could I be doing Mm -hmm. in the world? Mm -hmm. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I would like to say in the readings that I do for people, the consultations I do, a lot of people are coming in more and more and more. I would say since 2011, 2012, really asking, I feel like I'm here for more. Sure. And those guides then become much closer to us. That's funny, that's the year that, like,
0: my world changed, 2011. A lot of
1: people's worlds changed, interesting.
2: The vibrations are rising as our veil gets thinner. Um, Reaching out to the spirit world is a little bit easier, slightly easier, slightly more accessible for a lot of people. Um, And so, like, channeling is actually just another modality that anyone can start to learn if they wish to do so, although there are many different steps and methods of doing it. Now, I wouldn't suggest you to just jump into it and decide to do it tomorrow. (laughs) Like, I'm going to start channeling. It's a whole process, and it's like everything else, meditation, channeling, tarot cards, spirit guides, spirit working animals, out. working out. It's a whole <laughs> okay. process. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a development process. Mm-hmm. And each development process has its purpose. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you go dormant for like six months. You're not hearing anything. You're not seeing anything. You're not feeling anything. What's going on? You freak out. So you're, like, of that. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like, well, I suddenly got, was so good with all this and suddenly it's like shut down. So I think a lot of part of it is that all that p- dormant period, whatever, it's actually a period of discovery as well. It's giving you an
0: opportunity mm. to reset. Ooh, yeah. Re-energize, reset, yes. learn some. more. Realign. Uh-huh. Realign. Realign yourself, mm-hmm. tuning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, when you were telling me um, – about channeling and um, the messages. I was—I I thought about uh, this gentleman that I love to listen to. His name is Kyle Cease. And um, he meditates a lot. And he used to be a comedian. And he's a speaker now. Oh. But one of the things he says is um,
1: whenever he's talking to you, the advice is actually for him as well. You find yourself in a consultation saying, here, here I am. I'm calling in my guides, but I'm calling in the other person's guides as well. Um, please teach us, <laughs> show That's us, brilliant. show us, us, show us what we need to know about this. And I, I believe one of the, one of the big things is, it. This isn't about everything you know as a person and what you've read and so forth. The, the humility. And the uh, purity of a reading is if you can say, "I am. I am listening to. This isn't about me. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is about. This. It's for the benefit of all. And that you're allowing a being to let their message flow for you." for the other person for anyone and you're not taking responsibility for it you're not taking uh, credit for it Um, you're not making it about you in that moment that will lower that can lower your energy to a point where you cannot hear what a guide is saying it may do that so to let it go and allow the sense that you are someone else is present with you speaking becomes a beautiful thing and it's true for the person you're having the consultation with as well they will often start to get information too
0: do you remember when you're channeling do you remember what you're saying or are you like up have you opened up so much that it you don't yeah. recall what you said oh most of the time i will remember it oh, okay most of the
2: time there are sometimes there are just really deep trance those are a little bit different but uh, generally, for most of the channeling sessions and work I do, I will remember the thoughts and the words that's coming through me. Coming through me, and it's interesting. I want to touch on what Inana said earlier about letting go, because mm-hmm. that is a very key thing about channeling: is that you got to let go of the ego, mm. the self, Yes, yeah. because good. <laughs> that stands in the way. When you don't have, when you're so full of the ego, you don't have room for anything else. So a lot of people Mm. ask me, like, Mm. well, how do I get into it? How do I learn? And that's why they say meditation is a very good start, because that helps you to lessen the small me, the small self. It doesn't mean that you're non-existent, but you're just kind of stepping aside for a moment and letting the spirit come forth. Mm. So that's Mm. that's really the key here with the uh, channeling. So, yeah, I will remember most of the channeling sessions and the
0: workshops. Do you... um because again, mm-hmm. that's probably a message for you as well in sure. the world. Um, I, I want to ask: What is there a certain feeling? I just, I just picture like warmth, like going through your body. But I guess mm-hmm. everybody experiences it different. So it's slightly different, uh, depending on where your skills are, your
2: skill sets are. Um, I'm more of a visual person, so I get a lot of visual cues, um, mm. a lot of imageries, and uh, direct what we call direct download. A lot of the direct download, it's like a little plug in and the information just kind of flows and the information flows and the words come out. It may not be the words I usually use that I'm not really big on big words sometimes. And but sometimes of these words that would come out that I won't usually use. And those are just spirit way of communication. So, yeah. So my visual when I do channeling is more of the visual sense. Uh, images will come forth for me and they're very vivid Uh, they could be in colors or it could be just a symbol a item so then you build on that slowly the messages will come through with the different types of meaning behind the image Um, sometimes I do get audio cues a word not like a whole conversation. You have to remember, it's it's not like a whole, like a conversation we would be having right now. Mm-hmm. It's actually maybe a word, a couple words, a name, something of that sort that comes in as a visual, cue, as an audio cue, and with that, then you tie all the messages kind of together. So um, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For for me, I, I, I would say to other people, you don't have to go into intuitive development. There are some very natural channels who m- may not even know how the process works or what it means. They just know that messages are coming and they have a desire or a will to channel those. But you can go deeper if you're having um, experiences in your meditation maybe some intuitive development can work because what will happen is you find out are you more clairsentient do you work more by feeling do you are you more clairvoyant do you work more by visuals coming to you signs and symbols you see and and then receiving what those mean they they can't just be mess you know a symbol out of the blue that means nothing there will be a meaning that comes forward and then clairaudience is when you hear or you get And also there's claircognizance. You get aha moments or downloads of information that are also part of clairsentience. Um, But it's shifted for me over time, and I am even surprised by it because it was clairvoyant for me more. And then I paid attention to the clairsentience, the feelings, the emotions of myself and and your guide, if I can sit and do a reading for you feeling you, then your guide wants a communication with you where you can feel them. And sense what's going on with them. And they will switch back and forth once they know Mm -hmm. you have that, those abilities. So sometimes (laughs) I hear, sometimes I hear a word, but sometimes I hear sentences now, lately, lately. I can hear sentences. And if I'm not sure of what I'm getting, then a visual will come too. And there's an interplay going on. So what's interesting is the spirits
2: at the same time, it's also learning about us. What your skill sets are, what you're able to do. And so they kind of work with what is your best way yes. of communication. So that's yes. really because all you really do is asking them, like, mm. I, I know you're trying to mm. say something, I'm a message. Mm. This is what I can do. What, what should I do? So when you give up that kind of surrender to them, they just want to just, ev- just envelop you all the time because they know you've totally surrendered. And that you're ready
1: to receive. There's no ego, yeah. Yeah. And you're yeah. you giving up (laughs) means you are bathed in love. It feels you're very conscious. You can be very conscious if you're not a, if you're not doing, if you're not a trance channel, and not and Mm -hmm. there aren't that many trance channels actually. But, but if you are a semi trance or a very cognizant or conscious trance, you're very um, conscious channeler then you, there, there is a flow and you are kind of held in a space where you're trusting that all is well. All that is they, well. Yeah, it's, this, this is what's so beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. And one reason if you start to channel why you would want to continue is just how beautiful that experience is. And you, you experienced it in the room, I I love the last session that that Francine and I did, where the room shifted and and a couple of people spoke up and sure. said, "You look different. The energy has lightened in the room. Uh, why does this feel this? All I know is this feels right and good. Mm-hmm. And the messages were personal, not general, mm-hmm. but." Meaningful too. Sure. Mm. Yeah.
0: It just, it, it, the feeling I have in my body right now is just like such warmth, like almost like a, a warm bath. Sure. Full yeah. of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to also ask, um, what is, how is channeling different from mediumship?
2: Well, the main difference between them to me is that with mediumship, you're mostly dealing with this deceased loved ones because remember we are the way i explain is the deceased loved ones is maybe just cu- once removed from us in this this panel in this world so we've got this aura around us the deceased loved ones is really truly just one panel removed from us so mediumship actually helps with the communication with the deceased loved ones okay. channeling you are going a little bit higher you're reaching a little bit more beyond our physical round beyond this this realm that we're we're used to. So it's a higher vibration, higher vibration beings, higher uh, spirit guides. Um, So that's the main difference between those two. So you could do, some people do both. Some people do practice both (laughs) mediumship and channeling. Um, And so it really depends on the needs of the individual. So, um, but yeah, that's the main difference for me.
1: I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's said that you are you into channel you are accessing more of the crown chakra, the chakra that's just above your head, but in your energy field connecting to your third eye, and mediumship is connect all of them are connecting to your third chakra, but also then the third eye for for mediumship in particular, for the family members, mm. um, the mommies and the grandfathers yeah. and, and, <laughs> and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yes, aunties, yes, right. Um,
0: so the, yeah, there's a lot of questions
1: I have. How I was you know? going, I actually, let's talk a moment because, Francine, you brought up something um, the shadow side, mm-hmm. or the yes. when I heard you say, "There's something that kept me away from mediumship and channeling for a very long time was surrender oh. to a being that you cannot see." <laughs> that rang the bells from my childhood, I was say and that. it's yeah. like, "Who is that? What are yeah. you surrendering it's to?" A little scary, know. the unknown. It's like, hey,
0: the unknown. A, yeah. Yes,
2: it can be a little bit unsettling. Um, yeah, so wanna we'll talk about a little bit about like the back like the shadow of channeling and how we can trust it.
1: Yeah, what yeah, what what makes you trust it and, and what you might not want to trust. Sure. Yeah. If you're giving up too much of
2: yourself. Remember our spirit, the higher vibration beings have want nothing but for the highest good for you for anybody who does any kind of spiritual work or even just anyone it's for the highest good so if that doesn't feel the highest good for you that's your first warning sign that's the first okay. sign you should be intuitively as any human being has that intuition to know in the gut feeling this is not cool this is not right doesn't feel sit right that should be your very first warning sign Yeah, I would say Um, Then from there on, um, you know, channeling has has a lot of history to it. And I'm sure if you study and you Google and you read, um, there's (laughs) been a lot of back and forth about whether it's right, it's not, it's good, it's bad, (laughs) who does it, who doesn't do it right. But personally, um, one thing you have to remember is that um, your surrender, it's not really to... A individual entity outside of you. It's a surrender to the highest of you. Yes. It's your highest self in your true nature. When the light inside you touches the light in the world, you have found home. You mm. have found your true essence. So that is what to me is when you are surrendering, surrendering into ch- into channeling, when you're doing channeling. So that's how I kind of worked with myself because, trust me, I've been in those situations where I walk in to a session or even to a class and I feel like, oh, this is not my, this is, doesn't belong to me. Mm. It doesn't belong. Doesn't sit right. So I just like, okay, this is your thing. This is my path. I care about you, but this is your path. So that's all you have to do. It's just kind of separate it from there. Because when, like I said, your true self essence knows what's mm-hmm.
1: right. And and I would like to say too um, about spirit that comes closer to you. If you're sitting, whether, whether you're very conscious of the being, the entity that is coming close to you, or whether you're not sure, you can always say, I don't want you here if you're not for my highest good. Go away, because we have free will, and that's part of the deal of spirit. That if it's if it's not something you want, you say, "Be gone, go away. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to work with you. Just get out." They will. Okay. And I would add to that, though, especially when you're you're. Newer at it, um, and you're just working on it. Then also, you should have asked when you started. I ask in my highest guides that I know. I ask in someone I'm comfortable with. You know, it could be it could be Jesus, Buddha, Kuan Yin. It could be you know Virginia. a guardian angel. It could mm-hmm. be one of your guardian angels, Archangel mm-hmm. Michael. You could call them in beforehand, and if you still get something that comes in that you don't. Feel comfortable with you say be gone and then call to that high, those higher guides to be closer to you and you will feel a shift that became very obvious. It's not that I've had many many in the way of negative guides, but there have been um, there have been spirit that are curious. They'll come in and kind of. Squat. I used to live near a cemetery. Oh, wow. And it was a very sweet, I lived right next door fun. to the cemetery. <laughs> it was actually quite a experience yeah. and quite a study. Would they would walk, some of them would walk through the that. house, and that was, <laughs> and that actually became okay with me. I couldn't believe between my teenage self scared of all of this yeah. and the adult self that had worked through many of my fears that got, that, energies could walk through. My cats would see them. Um, sure. We'd all be kind of, our, all of our eyes would be trained on <laughs> one area, and they'd walk through and go away, and it'd be like, okay, well, that's fine. There's somebody there, but they're not here for me, and I'm not here for them. And, but when I'm sitting and talking to spirit, yeah, sometimes the, the light of being, the light of higher being can draw sure. energy but you are protected, and it's it's in a very real way that you can feel when something goes out and when something comes in, when you've asked. Because you have to remember, to to the spirit effort. world,
2: we look like bright lights. Oh, there's those bright
0: lights mm-hmm. again. Yeah. What, what did we call them? Well, the, the, or- orbs. the orbs. We talking about orbs before. Yeah. yeah.
2: So we're like bright lights. So they're drawn. It's like a moth drawn shiny. to light. Yeah. light. <laughs> yes. yes. A shiny thing. So they're yes. drawn to yes. it. So uh, they're curious, they want to know what you're doing, they're interested, and they will come and kind of knock on the door. And that's why in the beginning I said Kuan Ying is sort of my gatekeeper. Yes. The deal I have with her in some way, so the discussion is that she is protecting me to prove why I'm doing this balance. work. And that she guides who comes in and who I'm going to be working with that day during the sessions. And, of course, all those have prep work, too, right? Because the session happens and it doesn't just happen at 9 at your appointment time. It happens way before that because oh. you're doing all the prep work for it already. <laughs> yes. You meditate. You meditate. Good point. And you
0: also, you know, you prep work for the space. For the people. You, would you sage? Is that in your toolbox, or is um, that a different tradition?
2: No, you can sage as well. Or something to that yes. effect. Yes, so I use Palo Santo. I love uh, the woodsy mm-hmm. smell, so you could do Palo Santo, the wood itself, or you, they have nowadays Palo Santo spray. So if you <laughs> go to a place that you can't light something up, then you can do the spray.
1: And There's also Dragon's Blood, yeah, which that's is all very sorts fragrant of, and beautiful, mm-hmm. A little more in, a little more intense, I feel, um, than than sage mm-hmm. along the lines of yes. malasana. And what
0: does that look like? What does dragon? Is that incense? Dragon blood
1: is a resin, and sometimes they've powdered it, but it'll come in mm-hmm. little resin chunks that you put on the um, sacred charcoal and burn. Which reminds school. me of Catholic school, Catholic yeah. mass. And, you know, those are
2: just tools that you can have. But if you don't have them, the most important thing, it's always envisioning this bright light surrounding the space and yourself. All this protective gear, this this sort of imaginary hazmat suit that you have on. Ultimately,
1: uh, you carry yes, your protection exactly. around you. You're oh, the tool, yeah. right? You're the You instrument. are.
2: It's everywhere right. you go. Right. Everywhere you go. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it's 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 also said in um, Yoga Sutras to where you go meditate, spend some time meditating. That will clear the space and prepare it for Mm -hmm. gatherings, Mm. for food, prayers. Yeah, Yeah. you could do prayers too as the protection. Ooh,
0: now I'm gonna go out and do this right now. Do a (laughs) ritual. It's been a while. (laughs) Love ritual. (laughs) Oh yeah. See, yeah, I love that. Okay, so um, one more. think we have time for like one more question right. um so when you're channeling mm-hmm. it might have already been addressed but how do you know it's not your imagination okay um
2: the most important thing for me is when I know it's an authentic conversation is that um it is not my thoughts these are not my normal words that I would use That's or right. my own thoughts process sometimes these are a different language sometimes languages will come through have you spoken uh, a different language i would have spoken into maybe different uh what we call light languages sometimes those would come through but uh i've I,
1: spoken I, ancient hungarian yeah. i found out <laughs> so that's kind of like speaking in tongues yeah, right that's a bit. That yes definitely yeah. but you but, know but you know who it is bringing yes it through yes yes
2: the most important thing, I think, for me, the most difference is that it's actually a very quick information. Mm. It's not like you're sitting there and he's yes. going back and forth with you. Yeah. Like, this is this, this is that. It's not that kind of conversation. It's not like this conversation. It's a very quick information given to you, and it's mm-hmm. just pushed out. Mm-hmm. So that kind of um, conversation or those kind of information that comes through, then I know it's, like, from spirit. If it's, like, a on and one, back and forth, back and forth, then I know it's probably... Something else, uh, like a message behind that I would intuitively have, psychically would have. So there's a little bit of difference there. So psychically, these messages will come through, but then it's it's not really channeling. It's actually a psychic reading at that point. But channeling, it's mostly this information is just really quick a download, a word, a phrase, and bam, and you're done. Hmm.
1: Also, if for me, if I'm I I want to know that I am not attached to the outcome of the mm. message, that it that it either is for the other person, has nothing to do with me, or that I am. So there's this sense that you are removed from the reading, that you are, well, well you can be a very passionate person that in the time of channeling, you are in some ways dispassionate. It's not that you're disconnected from your being, but your alignment Feels very different, like you there's there's an opening to it, and you might feel that along. I would invite you to you know feel that along your third chakra, mm-hmm. um, but it's a feeling of it can't even be a feeling of someone is holding you, Thank you. And I've got and there's there the sense of it is I've got you, and the message is flowing through, but and it will be very positive. It's not going to say anything negative, uh, anything hurtful. That will be your ego again. We may have already said that. You may have already said that. I want to say that again. They're not going to be negative. It's going to be higher vibrational. It'll come in a form, in a way that you usually don't speak yourself. And the third chakra is a solar plexus. Solar correct? plexus. And that is yes.
0: your, the, your um, core. Your core and your emotional your truth, life. Yeah, right? where your yes. emotions are. Your power. Yeah. And that's why people say, you know, oh, I feel it in my gut. your gut. <laughs> yes. Right, You yes. right. literally do. Yes. How you yes. connect
1: to the physical world and, you know, give and take with the physical world, but a give and take in the spirit mm-hmm. world. And they connect with you there too, in the sense that they are. They are coming into there. It's a it's called blending too. Coming in, they come into your energy field. You're open and connecting to theirs. So there is uh, there is a wavelength. (laughs) There's a dance. There's a dance going on. Yeah, I'm getting the uh, just the
0: visuals. I'm telling you. Um, I like it. (laughs) Great. So I think um, it's time for Francine. Oh.
1: To pull to a card. Pull oh, card. Yes. Oh, I love I oh, and love can we cards.
0: speak really quickly? Who our goddess is here at the?
1: This is a god. A His god, name sorry. is Ganesh. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I don't think he minds. <laughs> this is Ganesh, the elephant-headed god. I know he's one of my favorites too. Um, he is the remover of obstacles. Mm. Oh, we yes. like that. Yes. We want him ten times. The ten size. times, <laughs> yes, right. Let me get things out of the way. So he's a good one, I felt, but in In many ways, first we were we were talking about animals, but in our in our but last it, in his consciousness is let me let me remove lower energies or lower consciousness or ego. and take you to higher yes, yes he is without ego mm-hmm. and he is higher knowledge, he depicts higher knowledge himself, and he's very sweet
0: yes <laughs> i like him two mm-hmm. <laughs> so three right. pick a card
1: so. You. I shuffled earlier. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but let me do this and then just draw a card. See? All right. Ooh, you have, <laughs> of course you do. You have the Queen of Cups. She's the intuitive queen. <laughs> Aww. She's considered the intuitive queen because she sits at the shore of the ocean, so she's asking, she is setting an intention and she's asking questions with the little metaphysical device in her hands. and that intention goes out on the waves of the ocean and then the answers come back to her. Wow. So it's very much, wow. it, it very That's much speaks to me <laughs> <laughs> of channeling yes. because she's done everything she's supposed to do. And she embodies, she embodies her own spiritual connection and practice. But she, and, it, and we even, it's even been called the ocean of knowledge that you're connecting to. When you're speaking about a cosmic source of God or the force, um, but that the information is there for you and you're part of it. So her toes are dipped in the water. Wow. And she has angels around her. If you oh. notice the little cherubs. Yes. Oh, the cherubs. So the cherubs are a lot of fun. Okay. They're all very fun. There's yeah. a cliff in the background. That's a leap of faith or diving into the ocean to receive information. So uh, your message has a lot to do with who you are and what's going Thank on for you. you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: And I know we're definitely gonna
1: have you back. Okay.
0: Sounds <laughs> um, like fun. Is there Please. something coming up for you?
2: Yes, I think Inana and I have a few other workshops that are coming up, and I'll let Inana maybe discuss it a little bit. You want me to? Yeah, All right, sure. so <laughs>
1: what we are doing together is we're offening, offering over the next few months um, some evenings of channeling messages from higher guidance. So you're welcome to come to these, welcome to ask questions um, and be part of the vibration and the energy. The delicious um, the, vibrations, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And have an experience. Um, the evenings are February 16th, March 30th, and April 27th. These are up on my website, Inanna Moon. Dot com and there it's going to be held at Golden Soul Yoga and Wellness Center, and you can connect with them to RSVP. and Golden Soul is G O L D E N S O L dot org. And um, sorry, just a side note that I love that
0: space, Golden Soul. And not only do they have a beautiful space, you have beautiful classes and yoga, but they have really well priced bracelets and stones and mm-hmm. cards. So Oracle cards. Oracle no, cards, sorry. so I love going there and spend money. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you, Francine, if somebody wants to get in touch with you?
2: Um, you can reach me by email. My email address is Francine, and that's spelled F-R-A-N-C-I-N-E dot, my last name is A-N-G, at gmail.com. Or you can also reach me through goldensoul.org. Um, I'm also holding a lot of classes with Inanna, mm-hmm. so you can also reach me through her indirectly as well.
0: Perfect. And yes. Inanna, you have a few things coming up as well.
1: Those are the main things that are coming up for now. But I also have Lily Dale Assembly, Yay. which I'm feeling honored to um, go and teach there on July 3rd, uh, mentioning it now so you can make your plans it is um, the largest and the oldest center for spiritualism and therefore a home for teaching, uh, mediumship, spiritual development. But there are many spiritual um, there're spiritual readers, consultants, healing consultants. There, where and it's a place where you can go and stay. There's a lot of nature around, they have Mm -hmm. a river or a lake around, and they they, it's just a beautiful community. Um, So, again, that's July 3rd, but they will have events around that as well. So, you can go go to their website, which is Lilydale. So you can say one word: l i l y d a l e dot org. It's a good vacation. Yes, <laughs> oh, very good. Um,
0: I have um, artistriseupla.com rise We have some events coming up, so go check that out. Uh, Laughing House Productions. We have um, on Amazon. We have our first comes like movie and secret office, and more to come. So um, now, Miss Francine, do you have, um, we, we usually close with the meditation or a mantra. Sure. Okay. So um, we are going to be honored that you're going to help sure. us out with that today.
2: We can do a little short meditation, which we will bring in spirits of love. So we want to go ahead and open our heart chakra.
0: Oh, and, and um, yeah. Must remind people if they're driving, please yes. don't close your eyes. <laughs> you can do
2: this do you anywhere. You can even, if you're walking and you're listening to this, you don't even have to close your eyes. Using your imaginary, envisioning your mind's eye, opening up the heart chakra and allowing this wonderful flow of acceptance, truth, love, having it flow up to your crown, opening up the crown. And having this wonderful light, reaching out to all surrounding spirits. Having the spirits to envelop and embrace you with their love and warmth. They are ready to be with you. They are ready to listen and to make the connection with you. So allow that to process, having it to sit within you. Bring it it within you. And in your mind's eye, having this wonderful acceptance of who your highest good, your true self is. When the light inside you touches the light in the world, you will find your true essence.
0: Blessed be. Thank you. Blessed be. Blessings. So, um I want to again thank David Chostak for his music that will be played at the place at the beginning and at the end. And I want to thank all of you for joining us in Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Thank you,
1: Francine, for being well, with Thank us.
2: you so mm-hmm. much. Thank, thank you. Pleasure. Thank you for having me here. That's, that's that a a was pleasure. wonderful.
1: Yes, thank you for taking the time. This is Inanamoon. And I'm Sheila Keecha-Marie, reminding you that
0: love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So go forth and love.